Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Harvin, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And you might be thinking to yourself, why in the heck is Jeff on? Dave Schofield is joining me. We got a breaking news podcast, and it's kind of more of a daily recap. It's insane how much movement the Steelers have made so far in free agency, and it's another busy day as well for the black and gold. Dave, before we get into it, how's everything going? It's going, you know, bit of a slow day. Only added one outside free agent today, you know, half as much as what they've been doing each of the other days. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a rather slow day. The University of Georgia had their pro day, so every GM and coach was probably there, and they were probably busy doing that. But still, um, when they weren't at Athens, they were busy making moves. The Steelers only signed one outside free agent. That's Miles Jack, the linebacker. We'll talk about that. But they also did release Zach Banner offensive tackle, which freed up $5 million in salary cap space. Dave, were you surprised? No. Um, surprised maybe that they flat up released him a little, but also that he could even come back. There, there was, they couldn't carry Zach Banner at that price. I mean, he was the, he's the, was the highest salary cap player for the Steelers on offense. And if he's not going to, if he's going to struggle to crack the starting lineup, you, you just can't operate that in that way. So they had to do something about it. Yeah. And so that frees up 5 million, like I had said, and the Steelers are going to utilize that money and they might be getting some more money. Uh, if they do something with Joe Schobert, whether that's, they keep him on the roster and redo his deal, or if they release him. And a lot of people were connecting the dots with the Steelers signing linebacker. And I say that intentionally miles Jack, who spent his entire career in Jacksonville. He was drafted in the second round of 2016 out of UCLA by the Jaguars. The Steelers signed him to a two-year contract worth roughly $16 million. We don't know the breakdown and how much he's going to cost the Steelers this year. But before we get into Jack as a player, as an athlete, what he could bring to the Steelers' defense, Dave, I want to ask you, what do you think this means for Schobert? Uh, there's no reason to have that many inside linebackers. Um, there really isn't. Um, I, I'm really surprised if the Steelers making this move that they would you know, offer the tender to uh, someone like Marcus Allen, uh, but that's not guaranteed. So that, I mean, someone like that, that just got over two and a half million dollars, it, it would, it, it's not, th that could go away because it's not guaranteed, uh, which would free up space if he doesn't make the team. But when it comes to Schobert at that huge salary cap hit and, and going out to, to sign someone else like this. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be the end there. Yeah. It seems like, it seemed like it would banner. It, I kind of was surprised it took a day. I thought it was going to happen. It was going to happen yesterday. Uh, that would be Tuesday when they signed uh, several other players. And you're thinking they're going to free up some cap space here. Uh, but so Schober could be gone. I could stay, could renegotiate his deal. We'll see. In the meantime, make sure you stay tuned to behind the steel curtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. We had this before anyone else did this miles Jack story. And, I think we were pretty close to uh, the uh, Zach Banner story as well. But still, what do you think this means for the defense, Dave? Miles Jack is a different beast. Uh, a lot of people want to draw conclusions, whether it's between Jack and Devin Bush or Jack and Joe Schobert, whether it's size, skill set. The one thing that Miles Jack is, and it's been definitive throughout his entire career, is that he is an athlete. He can do multiple things. He's not a, as Mike Tomlin would say, a one trick pony. Um, <laughs> we've been doing some digging. We've been uh, obviously on our Slack channel throughout our behind the steel curtain uh, writing staff and podcasting staff and talking about how the Steelers might utilize him. Miles Jack, that is, what do you think they're going to do Dave? Well, I wasn't exactly sure because, you know, everyone talks about the Steelers need that big run stuffer. 
That's not Miles Jack, but that also wasn't Joe Schobert either. And that's not Devin Bush. So with everything that the Steelers were doing in that regard last year, you know, maybe that's why we saw a little bit more Robert Spillane. It doesn't seem like that, that that's the route they're going. And with Brian Flores, you know, now into the mix with things with the Steelers defense, it's going to be really interesting to see how they utilize Miles Jack because we, you and I were talking about his his measurables um, according to Pro Football Reference before we, we we came on here, and that they're almost the same. They have well, between Joe Schobert and Miles Jack, they they have them both listed at six one, and they had Schobert as two forty and Jack as two forty four. So it's not like they're that big of a difference in size that it would be your big run thumper, but you've got to admit that Jack is the more athletic linebacker. So some people are like, oh, this is going to be to replace Devin Bush or uh, why others are like, oh, this is replacing Joe Schobert. Bottom line is there's a lot of things the Steelers could do here. But unlike last year when they brought in Schobert, they had to trade for whoever was possibly out there. And at that point of the year, there's not a lot. The Steelers had a choice of a lot of different things of where they could have gone with linebacker um, in free agency more than they had with Schobert. And this is the this is the route they decided to go. So they must have a plan. They must have a plan. I trust their plan. I, if you listen to my Let's Ride podcast on Wednesday, I spoke about how like for people like Chooks Accord for where fans are sitting there thinking, what in the heck? Why would they do this? Maybe there is a plan in place and we just have to trust oh, yeah. it. But I, I do think that it's important to note, especially on the defensive side of the football, there are wild cards here. And, and this is what I think of when I think about the defense. We as fans are so accustomed to the same old, same old, especially on defense. You know, it was Dick LeBeau, then it was Keith Butler for for over a decade. I mean, these these coaches were just mainstays, and now they're gone. And so now you bring in Terrell Austin, which who it, it was an in-house hire. I get it, I understand that, but that doesn't mean that when a person is given the opportunity to kind of run things the way they want to do it, that it's not going to be different. The second wild card is Brian Flores, like you mentioned. You bring in Brian Flores, who is a great coach, has a history of coaching linebackers. He's coached everything, to be honest with you. If you look back at his history with the Patriots, now you say, okay, you give him a Miles Jack and you combine him with Tara Lawson. What are you going to do? We don't know. And that's yeah. the wild card aspect of all this. And so fans want to dissect this in every way, shape, and form. And I understand it. That's what we do as fans. We are fanatics. We want to break it down. We want to see what could this guy bring to the Steelers defense. But in reality, Dave, uh, agree or disagree, I don't know what the Steelers defense is going to look like in 2022. I don't, but isn't it exciting? Very exciting. I'm <laughs> you know, really excited I mean, I'm, about all this. They still, as we're recording this, they still need a safety. They probably still need some more depth at corner. Um, breaking news that, that came across to us right now, according to, to, to Michael Beck, is according to Jerry Dulock of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Take all that with a grain of salt, folks. Take all that with a grain of salt. I know, because, <laughs> because he was getting ripped because he told people they were dreaming when they were talking about Miles Jack, and then he reports it. But he's also reporting that the Steelers are releasing Joe Schobert. Um, which would, it would be to the shock of nobody. He might not even need a source for that. He might just say, this is common sense for everyone. Follow his wife on TikTok, and you'll probably find out before you, uh, any NFL insider well, does. That's, and, how we, and, that's how everyone found out about him coming to Pittsburgh well, in the first place. Well, this was sent to us, and I do want to say that I must read the exact words from Dulock. He says it means the Steelers will release Joe Schobert, and he doesn't even say according to source. So to me, I think this is him stating 
that they're going to. I don't know that this is an announcement that they are. So, I mean, and it is also important to note that Dulac says that it's an eight. Joe Schober cutting him would save them $9.7 million against the cap in 2022. You have to assume that even though the deal for Jack... No, is- it, it doesn't save him that much. No, he says okay. it was scheduled. He was he was going to count that count. much. Okay. He's going, yeah. He's, he's not taking into account the dead money. It's like just under seven and a half is what he would say. So still, I look at the way the Steelers have been doing their contracts this year. You would think that the second year of Miles Jack's contract would be a little bit heavier than the first. So it might just be a, hey, you cut Schobert. You sign Jack. You might even save some money. You never know. It's yeah. going to be interesting well, to see how the numbers go. Well, get, here's the deal. It's not going to be more than $8 million towards the cap for right. Miles Jack. Yeah. I mean, there's no way the Steelers are, are going to have the cap be more in year one than in year two. So even if you split it in the middle, the absolute max would be $8 million, and that's not what they're going to do. You, If I were to guess... This is me just guessing, guessing contracts and how the Steelers structure them. I would say if it's eighteen million, uh, let's let's go with with him with an eight million dollar base for next year, and for this year he'll get paid ten million. He'll get a million dollar base and a nine million dollar signing bonus. If he does that, that's five and a half million on the cap. That right there is basically Zach Banner. Yeah. You know, which makes sense of why they might have released Banner earlier today. Uh, the Steelers are getting close to being up more against the cap with all their moves. I know there's other. I talked about this in my Stat Geek about how there's other numbers floating around, but people aren't or they're reporting this number, but they're not taking into account. Oh, but this doesn't include these six contracts yet. So that's why those numbers are out there. It's really hard to know what the exact number is right now because of so much going on. But they still have enough space. Correct me if I'm wrong. They have they still have enough space. <clears throat> let's assume that Joe Schobert gets released. And let's assume that Miles Jack is not an eight million dollar cap hit in this 2022 year. They yeah. still have money to make moves. This is not one of the situations where they're like, okay, we need to save money for injuries. We need to yeah. save money for our rookies. They still have money to spend. Am I right? Well, they, they have some and they can make more, but People are, everyone wants to talk about, oh, well, what, what does the draft class cost? What does the, what, you know, the, the practice squad, the carryover into the year, the last two players on the roster when they cut down to 53, those are September expenses. And one of the things I keep saying is it's bad business to save your money in March because you're going to have to spend it in September when you can do things between now and then to gain that money. For example, a restructure of TJ Watt pays for all that plus more. Yeah. They could do that the first week of September and pay for all that other stuff. They don't have to save it back now. That would be bad business to not invest your money now when it's the when it's the time where you can spend it. The reason I bring this up is based on the fact that Steelers still have to make moves. I, I still expect oh, yeah. them to be, make more moves. It seems so out of character just because they've I, I can honestly speak for as long as I can remember, as long as I've run behind the steel curtain, they've never had this type of money where they have gone out and gotten all of these players and this amount of talent as well at all these different positions. And they still have to address cornerback. Yes, they signed Levi Wallace. I don't think he's the answer there. He's a good piece of the puzzle, but he's not he's, the answer. He's a good piece of the puzzle. He's yeah. a good, and then, but they also need maybe a Sakella Witherspoon, uh, Jerry Dulac, if you want to point to him in his chat. He thinks the Steelers still want to bring back Joe Hayden, but at the right price. You would hope they could sign Terrell Edmonds. Dave, I want to ask you this question. If the Steelers only have two moves left, 
what moves at what position, if you want to give individual names, that's fine. What moves at what positions would you say they get this done? I'm thinking this is a fantastic free agent time period. They might make some minor moves, but let's get to the draft. They have answered a lot of questions through this free agent period. You say I only get two moves? You get two moves. I get, oh, because there's three. That, that, but you only get two. You, then it, has to be, <laughs> it has to be strong safety. Okay. It has to be strong safety of either Terrell Edmonds or someone else to come in to take over that role. Um, I guess the, the next one I'm going to go with then is corner, although that's not what I answered on the Scobro show Tuesday night, which was also wide receiver. You know, that the, the, they could really use something else there. So those are the three main ones. So if I had to go to the top two, I'm going to go safety. And, you know, maybe I'll go wide receiver because they at least signed a corner, but they lost two. So they're going to have to add something in there. And I don't think they're uh, they're banking on old uh, Lust and Jane for the season. <laughs> well, hey, so, I, um, I made it tough on you. It, it, I think there's three <laughs> moves left. I said yeah. two because I wanted to make you, you know, figure out what your priority was. And so, yeah, I, I think that there's three moves left. And I think those positions you named safety yeah. corner receiver, they have to make those moves. I don't think the one that I would expect to happen sooner or later on the defensive side of the ball, I think wide receiver, they're just going to sit back. There's no need to rush Juju Smith Schuster. According to reports is has zero interest on the free agent market. So wait it out. Wait till, you know, obviously uh, Jarvis Landry is going down to Atlanta to meet with the Falcons. Let him sign. Let him get his money. All these other receivers, let him get their Julio Jones, who was just released uh, on yeah. Wednesday. Let him get their money. And then when Juju's left, you say, okay, we'd love to have you back, buddy. How about we give you $3 million a year? <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a slap in the face. But maybe you get it. Maybe you get that deal. Maybe you get a hometown discount. You can give him $4 million a year for three years. And it will only cost a million and a half the first year. I'm all eight. Hey, Sign where where does he sign? Yeah, sign where does he up. sign? Get no more con. Get get working. What are you doing? All right. Um, so it didn't seem like we talked enough about Miles Jack, but I mean what is what is there to talk we about? We don't know what where exactly. exactly what they're gonna do with him. But he you're gonna love this. Maybe it's because he's a little bit too much of a jack of all trades. No, but I'm. Oh, I sound like Brian Anthony Davis, don't I? Oh my goodness, why did I do that? If you just would have said with that, with that being said, before it, I would have thought I was talking with Brian. So there you go. Okay. Um, real quick, Dave. I mean, you said how exciting it is not really knowing what's going on with the defense. How exciting has this free agency period been for you, though? Um, it's been crazy. I mean. It's been busy. I mean, I, I thought we would get some stuff with the Steelers. We're not used to getting signings on the first day of legal tampering. We're just not. It's been so crazy. And you never knew. You're, you're always leery as a Steeler fan because you're like, oh, well, they aren't big players in free agency. Yeah, they have a bunch of money, but you know how the Steelers operate. And then the question was, is it going to be different this year or is it not? And I think we got our answer. It was different. Do you ever remember the Steelers? doing these kind of moves in the, I mean, technically the first day of free agency, because it just started officially today. Right. I, the only time I can think about moves that were made, they were singular. So I remember when Joe Hayden was getting released and everyone, yeah. I wrote the article that maybe he could be a good target for the Steelers. I got laughed at in the comment section. Twitter said, you're an idiot. And then they sign him. 
it's a singular moment. I remember when Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick was being tossed around as a potential trade target. I wrote the article that maybe the Steelers were interested. I got laughed at on the website, laughed at on Twitter, and they make a trade for him. Never have I had a situation with the Steelers as a fan where they sign a Miles Jack. They go out and get a Mitchell Trubisky. They're signing players on the offensive line, whether you're talking about Cole or whether you're talking about the cornerback, Levi Wallace, uh, James Daniel, the other Daniels, my apologies. Yes. Um, it's going to be tough for Steelers fans with the former tight end coach with yes. that name. And also, so. let's also not forget, like, signing Montrevious Adams. To me, that yeah. was a big deal. That was a really yeah. big deal. They're, because they're, I, they're set at defensive line. They are. Unless they, unless they want to get younger in the draft for the future. Other yeah. than that, they're good. I love the trajectory of this team right now. Yeah. I'm not so, saying that the Super Bowl or bust this year, even though I know the fan base never is they're they're relenting in that regard, and I love them for it. But I'm not saying it's Super Bowl bust or bust this year, but I love the trajectory of this team right now. The moves they've made. Sure, you can question Chooks of Core for his contract. I don't question them bringing him back, though, especially when you listen to someone like Jeffrey Benedict talking about how the new style of offensive line coach is trying to get them to do things differently. They want more athleticism. You just explained, in my opinion, Shooks Okorafor. So I know you talked about that with Brian. People can go back and reference that other breaking news podcast. And I um, talked about it on Stat Geek. It'll be out on Thursday yeah. morning. So make sure you check that out. Go ahead, Dave. I, anything I, else add? Yeah, I do have some uh, Jeff, well, first of all, you know, a couple of years ago when the Steelers, there was – I dismissed some of their signings. Oh, the Steelers are not going to sign Derek Watt. They're not signing Eric Ebron. They're not signing Stefan Wisniewski. And then they signed all those. And I thought that was a big deal. Those, those, those are, those are B list guys compared to mm-hmm. these. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might be F list guys, if you know what I'm saying. But I am the key to this. I really am. If you, and because not only did we gain Mitchell David Trubisky, we also gained Miles David. Jack. Uh, two Davids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. That makes it a lot easier for me. And it's funny that Pro Football Reference, I know that's your favorite website. Did you see that it all next to his name? Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Hey, <laughs> just well, let me let me recap this real quick. Miles Jack, since we didn't really talk about him too much, and you mentioned that, Dave, he is a hybrid defender. Okay, so understand that he is not your traditional inside linebacker. He's also not your traditional outside linebacker. He can be moved all over the defense, even to the point where I think we might have mentioned this earlier, but I want to reiterate it, that Jeffrey Benedict said that maybe he could even play like a big safety type role with what Brian Flores likes to do. Think about what he did with Patrick Chung in New England. The, this is a type of player, in case you want to, if your case you're thinking, okay, what can we expect? This is the type of player that's versatile enough versatile enough that could play multiple roles, and he has the experience to do it. So it's not a – Trey Norwood can play safety, corner in the slot, corner dime, and he's a rookie, so he's still learning. Now, that Miles Jack's been around for a while now, and he, he's probably seen a lot of this. It's going to be really interesting. I still remember him in 2017, the year that the Jaguars beat the Steelers twice. I don't want to talk about that, but still – he was a big part of that, and he had uh, a couple big plays against Pittsburgh. So if you go back and watch that game, you'll see Miles Jack on the football field. So, all right, Dave, we don't want to go too long. We're going to have other people talking about this move as well as other moves the Steelers have made on our podcast platform. Uh, what's your final thoughts? Anything? 
Ooh, I have a lot of thoughts, but, <laughs> as I always do, but I, I think I'd, I've said enough already. I'm excited just to see that the Steelers are trying to find players who they believe are quality players and infusing them into their lineup. Um, for, for everyone that was down on the Steelers roster four days ago, that's why we say, just wait, just wait. Yeah, just wait. The Steelers are going to make more moves. As I said earlier, make sure you're tuned in to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll have all the latest news right there for you in one spot. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, just search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. Uh, make sure you check out all of our podcasts, the morning, noon, and p.m. lineup. Man, Miles Jack. Member of the Steelers, Joe Schobert and Zach Banner, possibly on the way out. There's going to be more moves to come, folks, so stay tuned. We'll see you next time on another Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.